This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to find out how to volunteer, please contact LibriVox.org. Shirabdong Bu, or The Tree of Wisdom, by Nagarjuna. Translated by W. L. Campbell. Part 4. Sections 121 through 160. 121. For so long as the moon of pleasant times is waxing, and so long as death, the planet Saturn, does not find you, so long live chastely, and let your actions be right actions. 122. When your eyes are fixed in unconsciousness, and you have come to your last breath through constant hiccoughing, as one led in the dark to a great precipice, of what assistance can child and wife be then? 123. He who yearns in pity, whose passions are controlled, who rejoices in contentment, who is passionless, rejoices at the general happiness, lives in the woods, eats fallen fruits, wears bark on his emaciated body, cries, Victor, Victor! To him who, at Benares, triumphed over the power of death, will yet have to discard this mortal body. Salvation is not to be found in believing in religious books, not yet in freedom from bodily suffering. 124. If the thoughts are controlled by wisdom, then salvation is very near. To get rid of the contamination of moral faults, what is the use of shaving your head? 125. To him who has no covering for his mind, what is the use of a cotton rope? He whose mind is imbued with compassion for all sentient beings, that is the way of salvation and divine wisdom. Ashes and long hair do not constitute the religious robe. 126. He who is subdued in the prime of life, I know for a really subdued person. If all the senses were completely exhausted, how could he possibly not be subdued? 127. Over friends and kindred in the burning place, there comes a change when the smoke is dispersed. As regards that which always accompanies you, if you are convinced that it is your own works, then practice acts of virtue. Footnote. D.S. takes the first two lines to mean that friends and kindred return home after they have seen you burned at the gat. The translation given above seems nearer the original. And footnote. 128. Wealth, acquired through great misery, or by acts contrary to religion, or by bending before your enemy. Such wealth is not proper wealth. 129. The holy man, who is very firm in his longing to act nobly, is always miserable through the fear of being decried in society. But the shameless man, who spreads the root of perverse conduct, and does not discriminate between the proper and improper, is happier on the whole. 
130. He who has not the sense to distinguish between the proper and improper, who has abandoned all heed and observance of vows, who only wishes to be filled with good food, what difference is there between a rich man of this kind and the beasts? 131. The great source of virtues, both visible and invisible, is knowledge. Therefore, if you are striving to procure them, take hold of wisdom in its entirety. 132. A hero is born among a hundred. A clever man is found amongst a thousand. But the wise hero in a hundred thousand may be born in a thousand, or not at all. 133. By the wise, all sciences will be studied even when they are past middle age. Although there may be no results in this life, it will become easier for them to obtain such in another life. 134. Even when white-haired and wrinkled, learning from others should be treasured. Wherever the man of much learning may go, he will not obtain the aggregate of learning. 135. A king and an accomplished man, these two are not alike. A king is esteemed in his own country, an accomplished man is esteemed everywhere. 136. Although the accomplished man have faults, philosophers will not grieve. Although the moon may become spotted, the firm look at it with pleasure. 137. There is no bodily ornament like accomplishments. There is no physical misery like mental worry. There is no protection from the body like patience. There is no relative or friend to equal charity. 138. Although the holy man may live far away, his virtues act as a messenger. Through sniffing the perfume of the kataka flower, the bees are attracted themselves. 139. If you are persevering in virtue, what is the use of your haughty attitude? The cow which has no milk, even if a bell be attached to it, will not be purchased. 140. Our existence is short, but science is of many kinds. We may estimate life, but we do not know how long it will be. So, like the swan which separates milk from water, Devote yourself to whatever you undertake. 141. Although many large stars are gleaming, and the moon too shines as an ornament of the earth, yet, whenever the sun sets, it becomes night. Except for the sun, there is no meaning attached to the terms east and west. 142. On whatever it shines darkness is dispelled, and light produced. The shining of the sun being supreme, what is there in the shining of the other bodies? 143. The man who accomplishes one single act thoroughly, 
excels all sentient beings. What need for many acts? As the moon, when full, lights the earth's surface, a great multitude of stars have not this power. 144. The growth of moral virtue depends on oneself. The acquisition of property depends on previous merit. Why blame anybody for this? 145. Moral virtues are to be obtained by making an effort, and this effort rests with yourself. To say that others possess moral virtues, who could endure to lead such a life? Footnote i.e., without emulating them in endeavor. End footnote. 146. Of those who understand the meaning of the scriptures, there are many, even among the crippled. It is a matter for rejoicing to find the sharp-pointed sword by which the enemy is conquered. 147. Rich men are to be found even among the barbarians, and there are many heroes among the beasts. But holy men, who can explain the various truths, are the rarest of all. 148. There are not sandalwood trees on all hills, nor does one get pearls from all elephants. The learned who can explain the meaning of the real are not to be found everywhere. 149. Real truth is a virtue to the talented, but a harmful thing to those without talent. The water of the river is very free from impurity, but, entering the ocean, it becomes undrinkable. 150. The cultured delight in culture. The uncultured find no pleasure in it. The bee is attracted from the forest by the lotus. The frogs, although living together, are not thus. 151. The fame of the sagacious increases among the sagacious themselves, as valuables among experts and heroes in battle. 152. The swan does not look well in an assemblage of hawks nor the horse among the donkeys, nor the lion among the foxes, nor the clever man among fools. 153. That which is placed on their heads by the great may be considered merely as a basis by the vulgar, as the chorten to which the learned bow is used as a seat by the crows. Footnote. Sanskrit, chaitya, a stupa. And footnote. 154. Though possessing it themselves unproclaimed, while others may have it in small measure, holy men delight in such moral virtue. How remarkable is such conduct! Footnote. I.e., Holy men are ready to praise the lesser accomplishments of others without advertising their own superior accomplishments. And footnote. 
155. The virtues of the omniscient are comprehended only by the omniscient. The exact weight of the earth is known only to Tai-Yi. Footnote Ananta, the serpent god who supports the globe. End footnote. 156. If people mutually advertise each other's virtues, even he who possesses none will acquire them. But he who proclaims his own virtues, even were he Indra, would not be respected. 157. There, where the possession of learning is not respected, why should the learned man go thither? In the city of the naked Janus, what would the washerman do? 158. Alas! This stupid world has not obtained personal independence, but following the doings of others is lost in the vessel of the unobstructed, disappears like a lump of copper in a vessel of molten copper. Footnote. The translation of this line is due to the gay she. It appears to mean that worldly people are lost in the round of material things. End footnote. 159. Of the two, the buffoon and the clever man, to the fool the laughter maker is superior. The buffoon acquires wealth, but the learned man goes empty handed. 160. By means of various records of profitable meaning, the sage passes his time. The indigence, consequent on abandoning religion, may be acquired even in sleeping. End part four. This recording is in the public domain.